It's Monday, the 25th day in the month of Sivan, 5773. Chaf Hei Sivan, Tafshin Ayin We are coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Classic Shlomo Artsy Pitom Kamadam, also known, not also known, its official name is Shir Baboker Baboker, but we also know it as Pitom. Who calls it Shir Baboker Baboker? Come on, give me a break. We say Boker Tov to those here on the East Coast and Sahorayim Tovim to those listening in Israel. It is 9.05 a.m. in New York and 4.05 p.m. in Israel. We are here every Monday following J.M. in the a.m. And this um, particular day, I want to point out, Nahum always has great interviews, had an amazing interview with uh, Baruch Sturman about Techelet. 
and a book that uh, he wrote uh, on the subject. Um, I believe the interview was uh, somewhere around 7.10, if you want to go back to the archives and listen to it. Wow, it was just stupendous. And you'll learn a lot about Tchelet, and uh, as we speak, I am wearing a pair of Tchelet Tzitzit, so I believe in the product as well. And I really think that the discovery over the past the few decades of the Tchelet is yet another uh, another step in the process of the Geula, of the redemption that we are in the middle of, discovering a uh, the means to do a mitzvah midoraita, a Torah mitzvah, which appears in the parsha that we just read, by the way, last week. Uh, discovering that after hundreds and hundreds of years of it being lost, just like the um, reinvention, if you will, of the Hebrew language and the um, bringing it to become a spoken language yet again after it being dormant for so many years all these all and of course our return to the land of Israel and our sovereignty kibbutz it's all it's all part of it it's all part of it just had to throw that in so we are here every monday following jm in the am with the israel show a great mix of israeli music and talk some news from israel and segments today we will have uh, a segment that we call now and then and we have it every now and then about uh, historic events that occurred this week or around this time of the year, uh, years ago. And we will look at the bombing of the Iraqi nuclear reactor, which took place this week in 1981. And we'll have a Meir Milim segment where we shed light on a word or a phrase in the Hebrew language. And we're going to look at, in fact, the word Miragel and some other words that are related to it. Meantime, we'll get back to the music. Here's Eric Einstein and Mickey Gavrielov also. Wow, classic. Café Turki, off of the album Badesha Etzel Avigdor. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Give me the fire. 
before you talk about classic, that is classic. And we posted on our Facebook page uh, a link to uh, the video of this song. And this is really a cool link we found yesterday. It's the actual feed, the television feed, uh, from the 1979 Eurovision uh, song contest where this song was introduced and won first place back in 1979. And it took place, the contest that year took place in Israel because the year before Israel won and the winner gets to host the contest in the following year. And back in those days, the Eurovision Festival contest was broadcast live throughout Europe. Of course, all the Arab countries boycotted it and would, wouldn't show the entire contest. On normal years, when the contest is not in Israel, the Arab countries just block out. <laughs> they block out the Israeli song, per se. But uh, that year, they blocked out the whole thing. Anyway, it's a very cool video. You have the feed uh, in it, and you, you can see... Uh, the whole uh, lead up to the song and so forth. Um, you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day, wherever you are around the world. And we thank those who are listening. And we know that there are many of you in Israel, in the United Kingdom, and throughout the United States, and in other parts of the world where um, you're listening via the web or the great Nachum Siegel Network app. It's now available. Just go to the iTunes store and type in Nachum Siegel Network, and you can download the new Nachum Siegel Network app where you can not only listen to the stream, but you can also go back and listen to all the archives of all the shows uh, on the Nachum Siegel Network, and there are so many great ones uh, to listen to. You can also listen via our call-in line, and we have a new line in Israel now, so you can make a local call in Israel if you're not near the Internet or you don't have access. You can make a local call in Israel and listen to the stream uh, 24-6, including our show, which is live uh, on Mondays in Israel at 4 p.m. The number in Israel is 072-224-2792, 072-224-2792. In the United Kingdom, and we got some email from people in the United Kingdom last week, thank you. The number there is 442070970974, 442070970974. In New York, it's 212-419-4241, 212-419-4241. And I know that Mayima is tuned in on the New York Listen line, and hopefully you can tell your friends about the great ways that you can tune in to the Nachum Siegel Network, and there are so Many of them, of course, just go to NachumSiegel.com. If you'd like to email us, we'd love to hear from you. It's Mayor, M-E-I-R, Mayor, at NachumSiegel.com, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L, NachumSiegel.com, Mayor at NachumSiegel.com, and we do our best to answer all the emails that we get. And, of course, of course, post on our Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and tell your friends and everybody you know about it. Have them like the page. We're at 85 likes and counting. Thank you so much. Um, started off the show with some classics. Now we'll go to something relatively new. This is from Yoni Gennett's new album, Ot Le Ot. And this is the title track, Ot Le Ot, 2012 release. And we have it here for you on The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. 
Yoni Genut, Oslaot, the title track of his album. Great album, by the way. Great, great stuff. Otlaot. Take a look. Look out for it, I should say. And Yoni Genut, I've mentioned this before, is a uh, graduate of the Yeshiva Hezder at Gush and um, has really uh, become one of the crossover performers of Israeli music, appealing both to, uh, I should say, to all sectors in the Israeli public, and that's really great. And we love his music, too. I hope you do. Um, the Israel Show, by the way, this show that you're listening to now, it's available on the archives at the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. But it's also rebroadcast, if you happen to be tuned into the stream, on Wednesday afternoons at 3 p.m. So you can either listen on the archive whenever you want or just listen to the stream. Enjoy the whole, the whole stream in a holistic way. <laughs> And listen to it on Wednesday afternoon at 3. In our Now and Then segment, and we're not sure if we should keep the name. We've been hearing from people that liked the previous name. I just think that's too long and it's cumbersome. It's a Hebrew and it's hard to spell in English. Maybe we should call it Every Now and What do you guys think? Let me know. Post on the Facebook page or send us an email at mayor at com. If you like the name of the segment, the way it is, or you have any other ideas. Maybe we should call it every now and then. I don't know. Anyway, in our now and then segment, we take a look at major events in the history of Israel that took place years ago this week. Here's this installment. It was probably one of the most daring and dangerous missions that Israel ever undertook. The pilots that carried it out thought that they may never make it back. A gutsy decision made by a true leader and carried out by heroes of Israel. During the 1970s, Iraq, with the help of its friend, France, began the development of two nuclear reactors. Clearly, this was a most troubling development for the state of Israel. Prime Minister Menachem Begin, who was elected in 1977, made a strategic decision, no matter what it takes, he would not allow Iraq to possess a nuclear weapon. During the late 1970s, Israel, together with the United States, worked through diplomatic channels to convince France to stop helping Iraq develop nuclear arms, but to no avail. And so, 32 years ago, on Erev Shavuot, June 7, 1981, at 4 p.m., 8 Israeli Air Force F-16 fighter jets take off from the Etzion Air Force Base in the Sinai. Their pilots fly more than 680 miles each way, all over enemy territory. They bomb and totally destroy the Iraqi nuclear reactor and, if you think about it, even more miraculous, they make it back to Israel safe and sound. One would imagine that ridding Saddam Hussein of nuclear capabilities would have been applauded, at least by the democratic nations of the Western world. Well, here's that day's news report on Kol Yisrael. Kol Yisrael Mirushalayim, Hashar Shmoneh, Varea Hadashot, Mipi Moshe Hovav, Veikaran Tehila. Arzot Abrit, Gintah, Et Hafzatzat Hakura Garaini, Shel Yirak, Bidei Yisrael. 
וושינגטון אומרת כי אין שום עדות שעיראק הפרה את ההתחייבויות שהתחייבה עם חתימתה על האמנה למניעת הפצתו של נשק גרעיני. ראש ממשלת צרפת גינה את ההפצצה ואמר כי הכור בעיראק היה אך ורק למחקר. עיראק אישרה שהכור האטומי שלה נהרס. That France condemned Israel isn't surprising. They were in on this. They were making money. They were the ones selling this stuff to Iraq. But that even the United States issued a condemnation under the leadership of President Ronald Reagan, that shocks me and once again reinforces Israel's policy that the Jewish people can count only on ourselves to ensure our security and that we must act when facing such existential threats. And here are some things about the bombing of the Iraqi nuclear reactor that you may not know. During one of the Air Force's many practice runs, one of the team pilots was killed in a tragic accident. His name was Ehud Ben Amitai. Let's remember him and his sacrifice for Israel. On September 30th, 1980, 16 months before the Israeli raid, Iran, the sworn enemy of Iraq, attempted to destroy the atomic reactor, but they didn't do such a good job. It was only slightly damaged and quickly repaired by the French. The Air Force officer charged with the mission of devising the military option for the destruction of the nuclear reactor was a man by the name of Aviam Sela. Aviam Sela was later made famous as the person who recruited Jonathan Pollard to work for Israel. At the insistence of the U.S. government, Sela was discharged from all his duties, cutting short what would have been a brilliant career. And here's one last interesting point. The mission was scheduled to take place earlier, but was postponed several times. An Israeli nuclear scientist who was in the know leaked word of the plan to the then head of the opposition, the leader of Israel's Labor Party, one Shimon Peres. It may or may not come as a surprise, but Peres was very much against the raid. On May the 9th, he wrote a letter to Prime Minister Begin warning the Prime Minister not to carry out the bombing, advising that Israel continue diplomatic pressure, which he felt would somehow magically start working. Begin was afraid that if word of the raid was leaked to Paris, it may have also leaked to the enemy, and so the raid was postponed two more times, once on the 17th and once on the 31st of May. Here's a clip of an interview with Prime Minister Begin on the day after Shavuot, where he contrasts Paris's objection with the reaction of the late Yitzhak Rabin. את תגובתו המופלאה של חבר הכנסת יצחק רבין. הוא לא נכנס לשום קינטור, הוא לא נכנס לשום האשמות אוויליות, הוא אמר כל הכבוד לחיל האוויר, הם עשו מעשה נועז. And to close the segment, here are the names of the eight pilots who were ready to sacrifice their lives in order to protect Israel from a nuclear holocaust. They deserve our respect and our thanks. Zev Raz, Amos Yadlin, 
who later became the head of military intelligence, Dubiafe, Chagai Katz, the commander Amir Nahumi, Yiftach Specter, Yisrael Shafir, and the youngest member of the team, one Ilan Ramon, who went on to make his way into all our hearts as Israel's first astronaut and then break it at the tragic end of the Columbia. And that's this week's edition of our Now and Then segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. That is such a cool song. <laughs> Aya Karim is called Mehandeset um, Machshevin, a uh, computer engineer, 
And um, the link which we posted, I've never seen this before. It's a link actually to a Facebook um, app. And the song, the video of the song plays while a video game is taking place. And you play the game as the song moves along and the... the <laughs> It's so cool. I don't know how to describe it. And the uh, the game sort of moves along uh, with the tempo of the of the song. Just try it out. It's on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. And um, it's Mahandes at Machshavim by Aya Korem. And if you don't have Facebook, we can email it to you. Just uh, drop us a line, mayor at nachumsegel.com, M-E-I-R, mayor at Nachum Siegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-J-L, Nachum Siegel, dot com. And you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Before we play the song Hallelujah by Chalav uh, Udvash and Gali Atari, and we mentioned that it won the Eurovision Festival back in, what was it, 1979. The year before that, Israel won the Eurovision Festival as well with Another classic Israeli song, Abani B, with Yizar Cohen. So we figured if we're going to play one, let's play the other. Here it is. My name is Mayor Weinger, and thank you so much for tuning in and making us a part of your day here on The Israel Show.
Yizar Cohen with Abani B, an Israeli classic. And for those of you who are may not be familiar with it, Abani B is Israeli pig Latin for Ani Ohev Otach with a B, A, Ba, Ni, B, O, Bo, and so forth. If you're into pig Latin, it's very cool. If you're not into pig Latin, it's a little annoying, but it's a cute song anyway. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thanks so much for tuning in and making us a part of your day. We are here on the Israel Show. We're broadcast live every Monday right after JM in the AM, and you can listen to us archived whenever you like on the Nachum Siegel Network at NachumSiegel.com, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L. So a little uh, behind the scenes. Our Meir Milim segment every week is usually um, pre-recorded. I like it that way. It makes it really tight. Uh, and this week, I just didn't get a chance to pre-record it. So I figured, you know, we'll let it go and we'll do it some other week. I've sort of prepared it, but didn't have it really set. But then today, Nachum announced that I would be doing a Meir Milim segment about the word Miragel, which I had posted on the Facebook page last night. And so I figured, if he's announced it, i got to do it. So we quickly pieced it together this morning, and we're going to do it live. Uh, we'll tell you that our Meir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or phrase in the Hebrew language, and it's inspired by the Galitzah radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Korn, is informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Now, the Mossad is unquestionably the leading spy agency in the world. It's really miraculous that only one generation after the Holocaust, the Jewish people have built a secret service agency that rivals and maybe even surpasses those of great long-standing nations like the USA's CIA and Great Britain's MI5. The Mossad. Even its name is mysterious. The Mossad means the agency. The agency for what? And we've sort of come full circle. Because as a nation, our first contact with Eretz Israel was made by spies. Twelve spies sent by Moshe on a tour of the Holy Land. We usually refer to them as the Miraglim. And their defeatist report as the Chet HaMiraglim, the sin of the Miraglim, the spies. Amiragel is a spy. He roams the country, walking from place to place, taking in the sights and sounds. He does all that by foot, regel, and hence he is a Miragel. If you do something on a regular basis, walk the same path over and over, you become a Ragil, someone with experience. We have an expression for a person who is proficient at a particular task. He is a zaken viragil. So we have a miragel, and from the same word, a ragil. And one more word that arises from our feet, excuse the pun, when we stand at the foot of a mountain, we are said to be liraglei hahar. And when Ruth joins Boaz on that fateful night, she lies down at his feet. Vayihi b'chatsi halayla, we read, Boaz awakes and behold, vihinei isha shochevet mar gilotav. In a future segment, we'll explore the word regel 
in a totally different context and meaning, even though it's the same word. Hint, think of the three major holidays that we celebrate during the year. It may surprise you to learn that the Torah never calls the men that Moshe sent miraglim. They are anashim, men, sent Latur et Eretz Kena'an. Latur, the land of Canaan. Latur in Tanakh means to explore, to seek out. Kohelet relates that he set his mind to study and explore with wisdom. Vinatati et libi lidrosh vilatur bachochma. And the shoresh, the root, latur, actually the root, tur, tough, vav, resh, appears, how appropriately, twelve times throughout the first telling of the spy story in Parshat Shlach. Twelve spies, twelve times the word tur, the shoresh tur, appears. Being a second generation in the travel to Israel business, I often think about that first tour of Israel. Small group, 12 people, couldn't have been very profitable, and it didn't really turn out that well either. Well, I'm happy to say we've improved a lot in the past few thousand years. Modern Hebrew took its cue from here and calls the tourist a tayar, and to tour is, you guessed it, latour, the biblical word for seek out and explore, which sounds very much like the English word tour. There's also a negative side to the word Latour. We're injuncted at the end of Parshat Shlach to wear tzitzit. Velo taturu acharei levavchem v'acharei enechem. That you should not, we should not go exploring or seeking out everything that our eyes see and our hearts crave. The Ministry of Tourism is the Misrad HaTayarut. Its logo depicts a huge cluster of grapes hanging from a long pole which is being carried by two of the biblical spies based on the pasuk, Vayichrutu misham zimora ve'eshkol anavim echad vayisauhu bemot b'shnaim. They cut a cluster of grapes and they carried it on a long pole. Eshkol is the word for cluster of grapes. The cars and vans used by guides who are authorized by the Ministry of Tourism, Israel Tayrut, have that logo imprinted on them, and hence are dubbed by the industry an Eshkolit. And now you know why. And I'll leave you with this thought. I've always found it, let's say, interesting that the Israeli Ministry of Tourism, Misrata Tayrut, picked as its logo the picture of the two spies, that didn't turn out too well. Why would that be your symbol? I don't know. And that's this week's edition of the Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
I don't know, maybe there's a listener out there who can help me with this. Uh, obviously, the uh, song is uh, based on the story in the Talmud, in the Gemara, and in fact, on the jacket cover, it says so. In Masechet Chagiga, Dafyu Dalid, where it talks about Arba Nichnesula Pardes, for, for, um, for Tanaim, who went into the Pardes, and Pardes is usually a way of um, referring to Kabbalah, mysticism. And those four were Ben Azai, Ben Zoma, Acher, and Rabbi Akiva. And uh, the Gemara tells us, Ben Azai, Hitzitz v'met, Ben Zoma, Hitzitz v'nivga, Acher, Kitzitz v'netiyot, Rabbi Akiva, Yatsa v'shalom. Um, I'm not a mystic, so I can't understand the Gemara, quite frankly, and I really don't get the song. But I got to tell you, I love it. I think it's really cool. The melody is great, and the words are so interesting in how they take that Gemara and fold it into a popular song, released by... Ehud Banai, in 2011, off of his great album called Rissise Laila. You're tuned to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for tuning in to us here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, if you're heading to Israel, you should know, you may want to know, that as of yesterday, the VAT tax, the value-added tax, in Israel, that's the tax that they put on everything, basically. It isn't, it's just amazing. Almost everything, except I, I believe fruits and vegetables are the only thing that there's no vat on. The vat tax went up from 17 to 18%, which is unfortunate, not great. Part of the um, economic situation in Israel and part of the, uh, the economic moves of the new minister, Mr. Yair Lapid, What's interesting is they actually thought to um, put that tax on tourism as well. Tourist, tourists who are in Israel do not have to pay VAT, uh, not in the hotel and um, not on major items that you buy 
in special stores. If you buy a big ticket item, a gift or souvenir, you can get a uh, a tour, a special um, note, which will allow you to get your money back, your VAT money. So the government was actually thinking of charging tourists that, which would have raised the price of uh, everything, of your hotel bill, of everything by uh, 18%. That would have been rather detrimental, I think, to tourism to Israel. But thankfully they didn't, and hopefully they'll hold off on that. But unfortunately for Israelis, really, more than for tourists, but for Israelis, VAT went up from 17 to 18. Yet another tax that Israelis have to deal with. Okay, we're going to wrap up with uh, our favorites, Pugi Lahakat Kaveret. This one's called Kachahiba Emtsa, off of their album Tzafuf Ba'ozen. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and your comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. Thanks to Executive Assistant Avrami, who is always there getting the stuff up on the archive and making the page look really cool. Thank you so much. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network for a great music Monday mix. The stream just goes on with a great mix of music put together by Mark Zamek. You don't want to miss it. And, of course, stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network all the time for the great programming. Until next Monday, following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.